Welcome to another edition of Northwestern Outdoors Radio, the award-winning show covering fishing, hunting, conservation, destinations, and other outdoors recreation across the greater Northwest. Northwestern Outdoors is brought to you by Max Lur, Sportsman's Warehouse, Sina Sea Seafood, and Wallowa County Chamber of Commerce in the Northern Pike Minnow Sport Reward Fishery Program. And now, let's see what's happening this week with your host, John Cruz. Welcome aboard. Have you got plans for the weekend? If you live anywhere in South Central Washington or North Central Oregon, you might want to head to the Hapo Center in Pasco because the Tri-City Sportsman Show is going on through Sunday. And this is really a great show. It's always a lot of excitement associated with it. Lots of fun activities for the kids, and it's just a great way to dip your toes into the sportsman show season ahead. So head on down there this weekend and see what Merle Schuler and Schuler Productions has in store for you, and bring some money because there's a little bit of a outdoors yard sale going on at the show too. As for me, I am checking out the Tri City Sportsman Show. I'm also packing my pickup truck to head to the Washington Sportsman Show this coming week. And I hope you'll drop by our Northwestern Outdoors radio booth. We are giving away free cutting boards from Camp Chef while supplies last. And we'll also give you a chance to play a couple of fun little games where you'll get a chance to win a pocket knife sharpener from WorkSharp or some delicious wild-caught Alaskan smoked salmon from Sina Sea Seafood. Speaking of shows, we've got a great one for you this week on Northwestern Outdoors Radio, and we'll be talking about some sportsman shows happening here in the Northwest. We'll start things off chatting with Trey Karps, get in with the Lachlan Trade Shows. He's going to join us to talk about the big Washington sportsman show going off at the State Fairgrounds in Puyallup from Wednesday the 1st through Sunday the 5th. That's coming up really quick. There's been some changes to this venerable show, and it sounds like they're good ones. So you'll want to hear what some of these changes are. And oh yes, there's going to be some great seminars there too. There's also several shows going on in Oregon in February as well. These are all produced by Exposure Shows, and Joe Pate, the longtime owner of this company, will tell you what's new for the Sportsman Show in Eugene next Friday through Sunday, the 3rd through the 5th, as well as what's going to happen at the shows in Roseburg and Medford later in the month. Joe does a great job of bringing some really unique attractions to his shows you simply don't see anywhere else. And like the Washington Sportsman Show, Joe has got a compelling lineup of seminar speakers for his shows in Oregon. What else do we have in store for you this week? Well, our old friend Bob Loomis is back for a really, really extended Max Minute. Delving into the subject of catching trout this winter on the open water lakes out there and his thought process that he uses when it comes to lure selection to get those trout to bite. We'll also chat with my old friend Rachel Voss towards the end of the program today. She just wrote an article for Northwest Sportsman Magazine about late season waterfowl hunting and is a pro staffer for Pacific Game Calls who has a 25% off discount code for you. However, what I'm really excited to talk to Rachel about is her one-woman mission to get more women into the field hunting. She is really passionate about this. She has done some great things in this regard. And if you are a woman with any interest at all in hunting, I think you're going to want to hear this. Throw in your Sportsman's Warehouse Trivia Question of the Week, which, and I think you are really going to enjoy the hour of outdoors infotainment ahead. So, Let's get things started with another edition of Sportsman Spotlight. 
The BLM withdraws Idaho sheep grazing for grouse. David Sparks, Sportsman Spotlight. According to an article appearing in the Western Livestock Journal, the Bureau of Land Management will not be authorized to allow 16,000 sheep to graze on an allotment in southeastern Idaho after a judge blocked the decision following a lawsuit intervention by Western Watersheds Project, WWP, which we've covered for many years. Sheep would have been authorized to graze on the 270,000-acre Twin Buttes allotment through the winter, which WWP said was harmful to one of the most important sage-grouse connectivity and winter migration corridors north of the Snake River. The conservation group filed suit in a Department of Interior law court to challenge the decision. Patrick Kelly... WWP Idaho director, said in a release statement, in a region of Idaho that has seen a 58% reduction in sage-grouse populations since 2011, turning a blind eye to this imperiled species is both irresponsible and unacceptable. The BLM can and should do better when making decisions that impact habitat crucial to the long-term survival of sage-grouse. The group claims the allotment contains vital overwintering habitat for sage-grouse, and the older sagebrush and lower elevations make the area ideal for the birds to seek protection in the winter. Hope you enjoyed Sportsman Spotlight. I'm David Sparks. See you next time. Your local Zomatic dealer works hard to give you every advantage when it comes to your irrigation operations. This year, we're giving you a head start in preparing for the upcoming season by letting you choose between industry-leading interest rates and deep per-tower discounts on a new Zomatic pivot. The earlier you act, the better your deal will be. Better deals, better equipment, better season. Better contact your local Zomatic dealer today to learn more. Terms and conditions apply. See your local dealer or visit lindsay.com slash spring sale for full details. What does it really mean to provide the best crop nutrition? With AgroLiquid, it means getting a one-of-a-kind approach, one that caters to your specific agronomic needs. You're getting experts who will work with you to create a program unique to your operation, all while accounting for the quality of your soil and the products you're already using. It's not just a product. It's peace of mind knowing we've thought of everything. That's the AgroLiquid way. Apply less. Expect more. Find a retailer at agroliquid.com. Welcome back to Northwestern Outdoors Radio. I'm John Cruz. It is show season, and that's why we've got Trey Karsten on the line with a lot of fun trade shows. We've got quite a few shows to talk about today. Trey, welcome back. Thank you. A pleasure to be back with you, John. Let's start off with a recap of a couple of shows that have already taken place. The Portland Boat Show is in the rearview mirror. How did that go, the first boat show of the season? Well, it went uh, actually very well. You know, we kind of got out of the woods on inventory, so dealer inventories were refreshed. Still, you know, weld aluminum is still a little bit of an issue. You know, uh, some of the major brands are still a ways out in order boats, but some of the smaller manufacturers have product and brought it to the show, and that was very well received. But uh, across the board in all categories, sales were very good. Audiences were good. Of course, down the the Portland market, we've got this uh, really strong spring Chinook return coming our way. And, you know, that's always good for fishing boat sales. But that show, as we've talked about before, John, has evolved into a major regional event. It's uh, the first major boat show of the season in the West. 
and it draws from uh, several states away. And you know, we saw folks coming from lots of folks coming from out of state to take advantage of you know, refreshed dealer inventories and selection and uh, the broad variety of fishing boats in particular that that show has. Well, that's fantastic news. And, of course, the Tacoma RV Show just finished up last week. There's been a lot of demand for RVs during COVID. Has that demand continued or not? You know, it's actually very pleasantly surprised because the audience is about where it was last year. And last year was a really unusual year. The RV industry was really peaking last year. Demand was at its absolute highest. And there was a lot of pent-up demand. Of course, interest rates were lower, and that really helped things along. But today, what you have is, you know, even though interest rates have ticked up a little bit, uh, dealer inventories are at a place where uh, dealers are making deals. So it's still a win. And there's a lot more product out there that's available so people can, you know, go out, shop for, and find exactly what they're looking for. So that, you know, that show actually, you know, very strong. And going into spring and summer, you know, people are getting it done early so that they can plan their vacations for later in the year. Well, folks, if you missed out on that boat show and the RV show, I've got good news for you. A lot of those boats and a lot of those RVs are going to be at the Washington Sportsman Show at the fairgrounds of Puyallup, February 1st through the 5th. Let's go ahead and talk about some of the attractions that are going to draw people to this show, Trey. You bet. The Paul Bunyan Lumberjack Show has been a really wonderful surprise for us. Uh, We put the word out that we're bringing that event, that feature to um, our Washington Sportsman Show, and people have really jumped on board. I haven't seen the kind of engagement through social media in any of our events that we have, you know, embracing this new feature. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And that's, you know, they do the log rolling and axe throwing and and all kinds of different uh, lumberjack type competitions that are going to be a a ton of fun. You know, I need to go see that, Trey, because whenever I think of lumberjacks, I think of Monty Python, the I'm a lumberjack skit. (laughs) So I need to to get that out of my head and go ahead and see the Paul Bunyan lumberjack show instead. Well, these guys are the real deal, too. They're they're actual, you know, lumberjacks that uh, in their off time, they travel around the country doing this. So it's it's quite a show, and we're looking forward to sharing it with folks. That's going to be a fun one. Of course, the uh, kids' trout pond is back. And uh, we're getting a, a lot of traction with that as well. People are looking forward to seeing that. You know, I know that you know, my father took me there and I took my son there. And now I'm looking forward to taking my grandson there. So it's uh, become a generational uh, feature of, of the shows. And, you know, we missed it the last couple of years. So it's going to be fun to have that back. Let's talk about outdoors cooking. That's always been a big draw at the Washington Sportsman Show. Is that going to be back this year, too? It isn't. You know, so we swapped out the um, Lumberjack show for the cooking features that we've had. You know, that was a lot of fun, uh, the cooking competition, and that may be back in uh, future years. But, you know, we're always looking for, you know, one of the criticisms the show gets is, you know, kind of same old, same old. And that's because, you know, they come in, they see this guy is in the same place he was four years ago in this business. And even though that's not, you know, we see like a 30 to 40 percent turnover in the exhibitor base. They aren't the same old, same old, but if you have the same features and uh, same things going every year, you get it, you kind of get, you know, that tag hung on you. And so we're very conscious of that. We want to keep bringing new stuff every year. You know, I think that's a really good point there because I have been to those shows where it is same old, same old, and you lose interest and you lose participation because of that. So mixing it up, kudos to you. I like it. I'll do without the outdoors cooking if I can learn to be a lumberjack. Uh, let's move on yeah. to one of my favorite people in the outdoors industry, Randy Newberg. Tell me he's coming back this year. 
He is. I'm looking forward to picking him up at the airport and bringing him to the show. Wonderful guy. And, you know, I get to spend a little time with him uh, off the clock when he's done with his uh, Q&A. And, and we've uh, done a few dinners together. And, you know, the guy that you see on those, you know, on those YouTube videos and, you know, TV shows and, and you listen to on the podcast, that's Randy. He's just a genuinely good, good guy. And he gets into a lot of depth, as you know, John. I mean, everything from, you know, the uh, kind of firearms he prefers and ammos and loads and archery gear and equipment and all that. But also, he's a, a celebrated public lands advocate, probably the most visible and noteworthy public lands advocate in the United States and has done a lot of work with RMBF and back in Washington, D.C., He's, you know, a, a dedicated, and so he's there to answer all those questions, you know, where to go, you know, the, the questions on the tags and how to get your tags and kind of strategies there, as well as, you know, some of the stories related to, to big game. Really, the, the people that attend his Q&A dictate, you know, the content of his sessions, and so he's truly there for the public. I agree. And folks, if you want to learn and up your game when it comes to do-it-yourself, public land, big game hunting in the American West, there's no better person to listen to than Randy Newberg. He's just a national treasure as far as I'm concerned. Who are some of the other featured speakers you're going to have this year at the Washington Sportsman Show? You know, we've been working on this uh, since July, really. I think the seminar series that we put together is worth the price of admission right there, and then some. They're all A-list. It's the best of the best. And to give you an idea of what that means, and they're only doing, most of them are only doing one session at the show. That's it. They're not there every day doing a session. One session, one time slot, that's it. So that would include Bill Herzog, for instance, talking about spoon fishing for steelhead. Jared Higginbotham with Yakima Bait Company talking about spin fish and how to fish them. We have a number of the Max Lures pros that will be there. You know, everybody from Brianna Bruce talking about uh, kokanee fishing and Shelby Ross to Jason Brooks talking about rainbow trout fishing in Washington State. We have uh, Eric Winther there from WDFW who will be talking about the Pike Minnow Program. And not only does he go into, okay, here's what it is, and here's how you make money, but he goes into the biology, where you can find them, how you can consistently catch them, the techniques, the base, the whole thing. So you can get started doing that. We have Kirsten Simonson also with WDFW that will be giving us a snap kind of a glimpse of the prospects ahead in Puget Sound before the forecast is released. So not only for the fisheries, but for crabbing and for other things in Puget Sound that people will be interested in. And it goes on and on from there. Doug St. Denis is doing something on Puget Sound salmon. He's also doing, uh, he's one of the few speakers doing two. Uh, the other one's going to be on spring bass fishing. And then on the hunting side, same thing. We've got blacktail, we've got elk, we've got, you know, uh, survival training, and it's as the hunting uh, seminar series is robust as the fishing side. And I really believe this is the best seminar series that we have put together in uh, the history of the sports shows, and it's coming to Washington. Bottom line, all sorts of reasons to attend the Washington Sportsman Show in Puyallup at the fairgrounds. The dates are February 1st through the 5th. I hope you'll stop by our booth as well. We're going to be doing some sponsor giveaways courtesy of WorkSharp and CNC Seafood. And if you want to find out more about the show, simply go to thesportshows.com. That's thesportshows.com. And download a discount coupon while you're there. Trey, thanks as always. Thank you, John. It's a pleasure.
Enjoy a meal of wild Alaskan seafood delivered right to your door. Sina Sea offers premium quality wild Alaskan fish and shellfish to include Copper River King and Silver Salmon, Halibut, Black Cod, King Crab, and of course, Copper River Sockeye Salmon. Order it blast frozen or smoked and experience a slice of Alaska for a special meal you won't forget. Buy your seafood now at SinaSea.com. That's S-E-N-A-S-E-A, SinaSea.com. Welcome back to Northwestern Outdoors Radio and to an extended Max Min, brought to you by Max Lur. It's that time again. It's time for another extended Max Minute with Bob Loomis of Max Lure. And Bob, we were talking about this off the air. What used to be a Max Minute has pretty much grown into two minutes. Maybe we should change the name of this little part of the show. Well, uh, you know, it could turn into the Max Two Minute Drill. Maybe we'll start calling it that. So let's try that for a few weeks and see what kind of feedback we get from the listeners. All right. It is January. And while most lakes east of the Cascades and the Rocky Mountain states are frozen, you do have lots of open water and lots of trout in that open water in lakes all over western Washington and Oregon. What are a couple techniques you like to use this time of year for those open waters? You know, fishing during the wintertime is one of those things, you know, we talked about it previously in late fall early winter you want to use a larger profile product because of the fact that the fish are now figuring out that they've got to go on the feed bag because they got to get everything they can get well the same thing holds true during the winter going to a larger profile lure is the best method of approach with any of these fish right now because of the fact that they have lost a lot of their forage base for the winter so anything that they can get they're going to go after What are a couple of lures you like to use in terms of trolling for trout? Trolling for trout, one of my number one lures is going to be a double whammy original. Okay. And it, you know, with that number three Indiana blade and the colors that we can get with the double whammy originals, you know, they just work absolutely fantastic this time of the year for trout. And people don't think about it, but, you know, there's a lot of different things that you can use when you start talking about getting that bigger profile. And you know how well this actually works. But, you know, we use the Wallipop during this time of the year also. It's a larger profile. It's got that crankbait type movement. Even though it's got a crawler harness setup, you know, with a two-inch gap in there, I run a night crawl on it because fish will hit from the side and they'll hit from the back. So it just depends on what they do. But that crawler harness does not inhibit anything. And that Wallipop actually works really well for large trout. We are out of time on the max two-minute drill, so we're going to have to leave it at that. But look for the double whammy and the Wally Pop at sporting goods stores near you. Tie one on the next time you go fishing for trout this winter. Sportsman's Warehouse is America's premier outfitter, full of the gear you need to succeed this hunting season. Firearms, ammo, archery equipment, decoys, clothing, boots, and more. Find a location near you or shop online today at sportsmans.com.
Back in with America Outdoors Radio. I'm John Cruz. It is sportsman show season. And if you're in Oregon and Northern California, you're probably very well aware of the exposure shows put on by Joe Pate every year. And we've got four shows coming up again this year. They are kicking off in Eugene, the KVAL Eugene Boat and Sportsman Show at the Lane County Event Center in Eugene. That's February 3rd through the 5th. That's next week, folks. After that, we've got the Seven Feathers Sportsman's and Outdoor Recreational Show at the Douglas County Fairgrounds in Roseburg. That's February 10th through the 12th. Two weeks after that, we've got the News Watch 12 Sportsman's and Outdoor Recreation Show at the Jackson County Expo in Medford. That's February 24th through the 26th. And things will wrap up. Crown Motors, NorCal Boats, Sport RV Show at the Shasta District Fairgrounds in Anderson, California, March 3rd through the 5th. Joe, welcome back. Always good to have you on. John, always a pleasure to be with you and uh, share a little bit of your time. Sure happy about that. Well, I love your shows because you always bring an eclectic mix of attractions every year. But let's start off with your seminars because... I think a lot of folks go to sportsman shows specifically to attend seminars and up their own game. Who are some of the speakers you've got this year? John, interesting point you made there about the seminars and the people that do come for them. And uh, when we did the shows virtually some time back, years ago, we found that thousands of people attended the seminars. So there's tremendous interest. I think there's no real way other than when we do them physically and live, of course, at the shows, to, to have the people... Um, we found like they may not have been able to make that particular time on that particular day. So we do have a great list this year of the Sportsman's Theater speakers. And um, Dave Jones of uh, Dave Jones Locker put a tremendous program together. I mean, we've got a, a guide to African hunting and photo safaris by Johnny Gualdi. Tips for Successful Blacktail Deer Hunt. Introduction to Delta Waterfowl, which I don't know if you're familiar with Delta Waterfowl, but they're trying to raise money to get the flyways open. They're raising millions of dollars in, in that regard. And of course, we have Trevin Hoyt doing Winter Steelhead. But another important one, and I think a timely one, is Sean Colley is going to do seminars on Measure 114 in you. And so it's going to be, a, I think, a very practical approach to what we're uh, looking at and what, how we can react to it in terms of complying with the new rules. Well, I see you've also got some of my favorites that'll be speaking. That includes Jody Smith, who is one of the best-known guides in the Northwest. He'll be talking about hunting and fishing. you got Jeremy John. If you want to learn about kokanee fishing, he is the kokanee yeah, the kid. Kokanee not, kid. Not so much of a kid anymore, Jeremy is, but he's, he's stuck <laughs> with the name. And, and you've got some yeah. uh, tournament bass anglers, too. Colby Pearson, I would love to pick his brain since I'm getting into tournament fishing myself the last few years. And Greg Roberts, he's going to be talking about wolves. Tell us a little bit more about this. Well, Greg is, uh, of course, he can speak for himself better than I can, but he's been on the Wolf Commission for a long time here in Oregon and has a great deal of uh, insights into it. And I thought it's time we've heard all kinds of stories about wolves and their introduction and both positive and negative, and I think it's a time for a practical approach. So we brought him on very timely again. He also does a thing about Sasquatch, as, as will the Squatch America's Scott Violet. So we're trying to create, a, in addition to all the hunting and fishing, there's uh, peripheral issues that I think have a great deal of importance and affect our outdoor recreational life, and that's what we strove to do this year. You know, 
It's interesting you mentioned Sasquatch, a.k.a. Bigfoot. You know, I was a skeptic most of my life, but there's people in this industry that you and I are in that I respect very much who have had encounters. And, and they look me in the eye, and, and I can't help but believe them because these are people that are no BS people who spend a lot of time in the woods. And, you know, I think it's great that you're addressing this issue with some of your speakers and some of your other Well, again, you know, we can separate. I forget the exact way the line that the Squatch American does, but he tries to explain some, you know, phenomena as opposed to just, you know, throw out crazy thoughts about things. So by being practical, again, I think we have an approach. And as you, I deal with some people that I have a great deal of respect for that have had Encounters of some sort, let's just say. And so it's always an interesting topic, and it's a rather mystical one as well. So it kind of combines both. So we are going to have, we have quite a program we're very proud of and hope that we have great attendance at these seminars because, of course, the, the presenters get to put a lot of time and effort together to make these programs for us. So in addition to being able to uh, take a picture with a Sasquatch at your shows, there's also the Super Squatch Jeep, which is the Overlander. You've got Squatch America, who's going to have their new vehicle, and again, they're going to be talked to. But let's talk about something different. You might say that your shows are for the birds. You've got two Absolutely. bird things going on. Tell <laughs> they are for the birds. This. Isn't it funny? Yeah, you know, again, we have at our shows, these are smaller market shows, and we strive to have as many of the popular and top flight attractions like the Tour of the Northwest and other things that, that every other show has, you know, that are, that the bigger shows have, if you will. But in, uniquely enough, we always have a live animal attraction if we can. And we have a couple of outrageous ones this year, and this Dangerous Birds presentation by the Birdman of Las Vegas is a couple of five-foot-tall birds that will be um, in the shows, and we also have something that's for the family of called Parakeet Paradise, which we're interested in seeing how that plays out. So the the birds, the idea was that with the dangerous birds is I believe we'll have a, of course, you know, I call the hawks the angels of death whenever they come around the house. You know, they're usually after the smaller birds and stuff. But this is a cassowary that's here. Apparently, they're regarded as extremely dangerous birds and have to have their own cage and whatnot. So it should be an interesting presentation all the way around. And it's always entertaining. It's always educational when the Birdman of Las Vegas is involved. And we're looking forward to having that as one of our lead presentations this year for a live animal acts. Well, this sounds absolutely fantastic. Uh, this is one I have not heard of in any other shows in the Northwest, so that's fantastic. Now, as always, you've got your big game room with trophy displays, and you've got a fish tank again this year with demos, is that correct? Absolutely. And, you know, part of the another angle that we're working this year very hard, John, is we've got the, um, for the first time ever, the wheelchair games are going to be in Portland, Oregon, the first time in Oregon. And uh, they're handled by the um, Paralyzed Veterans of America National manages these games. And, of course, they're going to be run locally by the tri-state chapter of the PVA. But in addition to that and to augment that, they're going to be giving away a $20,000 wheelchair at the shows, at all of our shows. Uh, one wheelchair, but, at, you know, sign-ups at the shows. Uh, we also have the only disabled accessible, wheelchair-accessible drift boat from River Pursuit Guide Services out of California, and they're going to be making a presentation at all the shows with that boat. In addition to that, we've got the Combat Hero Bike Bill, which they build a bike for a disabled vet every year and offer it to them. 
So we're, we're, we have kind of a little thing going on the disabled side because there's such a tremendous interest these days in attempting to not allow any type of physical limitation to keep you from appreciating the outdoors. So we're behind that this year. Uh, again, the, we've got the Paralyzed Veterans of America. We have uh, Combat Hero. Uh, we have the Fallen Outdoors. So there's a bunch of programs that are out there, and we're trying to emphasize them at the shows this year. We are out of time. Didn't even get to mention the huge selection of boats available. Aluminum drift boats. We have the boats. Yes, lots and <laughs> lots of boats. So keep that in mind, along with all the lodges and outfitters and all the other things you expect in the Sportsman Show. Real quick as we wrap up here, the dates again, the KVAL Eugene Boat and Sportsman Show, February 3rd through the 5th, the Seven Feathers Sportsman's and Outdoor Rec Show. That's February 10th through the 12th in Roseburg. You got the Newswatch 12 Sportsman's and Outdoor Recreation Show in Medford. That's February 24th through the 26th. And wrapping things up, the Crown Motors NorCal Boat Sport and RV Show at the Shasta District Fairgrounds in Anderson, California, March 3rd through the 5th. Find out more at ExposureShows.com. That's ExposureShows.com. Thanks as always, Joe. Thank you, John, for having me. Look forward to seeing you in the near future. And you're always welcome to make an appearance at our shows. You know that. I would love to. Sportsman's Warehouse is America's premier outfitter with the gear you need for fishing, hunting, camping, paddling, cooking, and just about anything else you can do in the woods or in the water. With over 125 stores across America, there is bound to be a Sportsman's Warehouse near you with not only the gear you need, but also the experts to help you get the most out of the product you purchase. Head down to your local Sportsman's Warehouse today or shop online anytime at sportsmans.com. That's sportsmans.com. Welcome back to Northwestern Outdoors Radio. I'm John Cruz. I've got one of my favorite people on the line. It's Rachel Voss. She is a passionate conservationist and waterfowl hunter and a whole lot more. Rachel, it is great to have you back. Great to be here. Long time no talk. Uh, absolutely. But, you know, I saw that you have an article in Northwest Sportsman Magazine, Late Season Waterfowl, Easy on Calling, Work on Concealment. Tell our listeners more about this. Oh, you know, we kind of did a little bit of a recap. It's been a crazier, crazier for weather and and birds. You know, it was either hit and miss or it was just slamming. So just wrote a little piece, kind of told people, you know, what to do as we cruise into these crazy, weary late season birds and talked about a couple calling techniques and what you can do to, to get the, the late season birds in your spread. Well, definitely worth checking out. And speaking of calling, you work with Pacific Calls. Are you, I think you're a pro staffer for them, aren't you? Yeah, so just recently, actually, Trevor, who's uh, one of the co-owners, asked me to jump on with them as we roll into the new year, which I was ecstatic about. I love Trevor, love Alex, and absolutely love their calls. From their duck and goose calls clear across, they also have some banging turkey calls. So it was definitely something that I didn't even have to think twice about when asked. Well, their website, folks, if you're interested, and they do make some really 
good duck and goose calls is pacificcustomcalls.com. And I understand just for our listeners, you actually have a 25% off coupon code, don't you? I do. And y'all are going to want to jump over and take advantage of this. So the code is NWS, S is in Sam, and then VOSS25. So NWS VOSS25. All right. Very simple. If you are looking for some new duck and goose calls as the season ends, maybe you're a little frustrated by the quality of what you're using now, go to PacificCustomCalls.com and the code to use for 25% off is NWSBOSS25. That's NWSBOSS25. Let's talk a little bit about recruiting Retention and reactivation of hunters, the R3 as they call it, it's a challenge to get new hunters in the fold. I think because of COVID, we're doing better. But you've kind of embarked on a one-woman crusade to get more women into the sport with your women's mentored hunts. Tell us a little bit about this. I have, and it is definitely, it's been a one-woman show, like you said, and for sure has not been easy and challenging, but I started doing it four years ago. It started with just one hunt, and that was here local in Moses Lake with Hawk Stomper Guide Service. Started with, I want to say about 22 to 23 girls. Um, The goal was to get everybody out, new hunters, ladies that maybe have been out a couple times with their husbands, clear to season hunters like myself that just want to go with the girls, right? So I started doing this and over the last few years, it has absolutely exploded and no longer just doing one outfitter, but have done numerous nationwide. This year alone, there's been 83 women that I've got out onto these different mentored hunts. Not necessarily all have been waterfall, but 90% of them we have. Um, I have a hog hunt that I am hosting in Texas here, February and March, and that's got 18 different women going, but definitely waterfall being my passion, as you know, I just kind of went full send with it. And it has absolutely exploded. And I mean, the amount of women, John, I've had women out there that have never held a shotgun before, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so a little bit of nerves, but when it's all said and done, they've left with new friends, women that hunt, so many new skills and, you know, just absolutely the confidence, the confidence that they that they leave with. And they come back and they look excited for next year and can't wait. And what other hunts do you have? And what other species? It's just been amazing. It's been amazing. And it makes me happy because that is the future of conservation, right? Like women are a total different demographic. And it's been awesome, and I'm really proud of what I've done. You know, and and I love this concept because, let's face it, sometimes us guys are a little intimidating. And it's, it's a lot more comfortable, I think, for women to be with women, especially experiencing hunting for the first time. Absolutely. I have some that, you know, their husbands hunt and waterfowl hunt, but they've never been out with them. Never been out with them. And and it is because of that intimidation factor. Unfortunately, it is there. So this just gives the ladies the confidence to get out and realize that they can do it. You know, there's been a lot of times where it's the night before a hunt and I have 10 to 12 women in my hotel room and I'm giving them, you know, tips and tricks and this is what we do and you want to pick out a bird and because you would be amazed that they you know they just didn't have the experience and the fact that they leave with the confidence the know-how and they can't wait for another trip is super cool and rewarding for me 
you know, I was going to ask about how this works, whether it's just a meetup the morning of or whether it's you all meet at a hotel the night before and have dinner and, and spend some time talking about the hunt. Is that the way it usually is? Depends on how long the hunt is. If it's a two to three day hunt, yeah, I usually set up a dinner and I get room blocks for them. And we have dinner the night before and it's everybody sitting around and talking and laughing and talking about their kids that are at home and how excited they are, right, to be away from just having a a ladies and a mom's weekend up until days that, you know, that are a single day hunt. Some of them might come in still the night before, but we'll try to have a brunch or or dinner afterwards if we can. It's super important to get everybody engaged and the camaraderie and everybody together, even outside of the initial day hunt. I think that's just fantastic what you're doing, Rachel. If folks want to get a hold of you to find out more about these hunts that you're hosting, what's the best way for them to do it? Facebook? For sure. They can find me on Facebook or Instagram under my name, Rachel Voss. Just, you'll just have to go and look, though. There is a few Rachel Vosses. My, you can definitely tell it's me. It's, my entire profiles are public. I'm on there. You're going to see a lot of waterfowl pictures on there. So definitely they can reach out to me on any social media platform. There you go. Yeah. Rachel Voss, that's the Facebook page to go to. And just look for the pretty young lady with blonde hair that's in camel, and you know you've got the right one there. <laughs> That's me. Rachel, anything else you want to add about hunting or conservation or anything else that's going on in your life before we go? You know, I would encourage everybody um, on a state level and conservation in general, we're rolling into a session here. Just be on the lookout for things that are really important to Washington State hunters and anglers right now. You're going to start seeing stuff come across the wire as there's bills that need to pass, bills that need to die. I would just encourage everybody to keep an eye out for that stuff right now because there's some pretty important stuff heading down the pipe. Oh, there is. And there's uh, different venues where you can follow this, backcountry Hunters and Anglers as a Washington State chapter uh-huh. is doing a good job of this. The Sportsman's Alliance is a national organization, but they also follow what's going on state by state. So check out those. And if you see an issue that is an important one to you, contact your local state senator and representative and let your feelings be known. Rachel, keep up the great work you are doing for women in the outdoors. Keep writing articles and keep going out there and hunting ducks. Thanks so much, John. I mentioned earlier in the show that at the Washington Sportsman Show, and I should also say at the Pacific Northwest Sportsman Show in Portland, if you drop by our booth, you will get a chance to potentially win some delicious wild-caught Alaskan smoked salmon from Sina Sea Seafood. I think we're going to play a card game where I will have a card from a deck of 52, and if you guess it right, you win the smoked salmon. And if we are with a group... I will let you go ahead and have several guesses, one per individual, so you'll have better odds there. And this smoked salmon is absolutely delicious. I'm not sure if I'm going to have the smoked salmon in a jar or the smoked salmon in the foil packs, but either way, it tastes great. We are talking about coho salmon, we're talking about Chinook salmon, and we are talking about the famed Copper River sockeye salmon from Alaska as well. These packages are worth over $22 a piece, and they're great for special occasions or not so special occasions. Great to break out to go with a game or other TV event that you might be watching. If you're a hiker like I am, 
take one of those foil wrap packages of smoked salmon with you and have it out on the trail and get that protein boost you need. And don't forget to bring the cream cheese and crackers and maybe a little bit of jalapeno jelly too. It's a delicious combination. Find out more about the smoked salmon available from Cena Sea Seafood at their website, cenasea.com. That's S-E-N-A-S-E-A dot com. And use the code OUTDOORSRADIO for 10% off your entire order. Stick around. We've got more of the great outdoors coming your way to include your Sportsman's Warehouse Trivia Question of the Week. The new year is here, and you know what that means. It's show season, and O'Loughlin Trade Shows has all sorts of great shows coming your way to include new dates here for the Washington Sportsman Show, February 1st through the 5th at the fairgrounds in Puyallup, and the huge Pacific Northwest Sportsman Show will be taking place February 15th through the 19th at the Expo Center in Portland. This is the second biggest show in the entire nation. If you can't make it to Portland, there's always the Seattle RV Show February 16th through the 19th at the Lumen Field Event Center. And last but not least, the Central Oregon Sportsman Show March 9th through the 12th. Find out more at otshows.com. That's otshows.com for all of these great shows. Sportsman's Warehouse is America's premier outfitter, full of the gear you need to succeed this hunting season. Firearms, ammo, archery equipment, decoys, clothing, boots, and more. You'll find it all at Sportsman's Warehouse. Find a location near you or shop online today at sportsmans.com. Did you know we actually have a sponsorship opportunity available for this show? You can be a sponsor of Northwestern Outdoors Radio, reaching thousands of listeners every week, tuning in to 69 stations in seven states. Contact me through my website at northwesternoutdoors.com and let's get a conversation started. That's northwesternoutdoors.com. Before we go today, we've got time for one last shot of Northwestern Outdoors Radio with your host, John Cruz. I'm glad you're back. As promised, it is time for your Sportsman's Warehouse Trivia Question of the Week. And last week, we had a pretty easy question for you about the Oregon Trail. So this week, we're going to make things a little more challenging for you. This week, we've got a bird question for you. Now, Everyone knows that most birds, when they are in groups, they're known as a flock of birds. However, there are exceptions. For example, a group of crows is actually called a murder of crows. How is that for sinister? And the raven, another black-colored bird bigger than the crow, also is an exception to this rule. And here is your question of the week. What is a group of ravens called? If you know the answer, you know what to do. Go to our Facebook page at Northwestern Outdoors Radio. If you haven't already, please like and follow the page. Then go to the post thread where we have the question and give us your answer there. If you don't do Facebook, and a lot of people are turning away from it, and I understand why... 
then just go to our website at northwesternoutdoors.com. Shoot us an email and let us know what is a group of ravens called. It's not called a flock. It's called something else. One lucky person who guesses right wins that $25 gift card we give away every week from America's Premier Outfitter. And by the way, if you haven't been down to the January clearance event yet at your local Sportsman's Warehouse store, you better hurry. This is not going to last much longer. And they've got items up to 50% off. You don't want to miss out on this. You can also shop online anytime at sportsmans.com. Before we go, I've got a quick reminder for you about some of those sportsman shows going off in the next couple of weeks. That includes the Tri-City Sportsman Show going on this weekend, going on through Sunday at the Hapo Center in Pasco. We've got the Washington Sportsman Show at the Fairgrounds in Puyallup, February 1st through the 5th. I'll be there, and I hope you'll stop by our Northwestern Outdoors radio booth. The Eugene Boat and Sportsman Show is going on at the Lane County Event Center, February 3rd through the 5th. And the Seven Feathers Sportsman's and Outdoor Recreation Show will be happening at the Douglas County Fairgrounds in Roseburg. That's February 10th through the 12th. Until next time, do take care, God bless, and make it a point to spend some time outdoors. Outdoors.